Pray the Word with David Platt is a resource from Radical.net. Ezra chapter 9, verses 5 and 6. And at the evening sacrifice, I rose from my fasting with my garment and my cloak torn and fell upon my knees and spread out my hands to the Lord my God, saying, Oh my God, I am ashamed and blush to lift my face to you. Like, what a scene. The verses right before this talk about how Ezra hears the word of God. He's trembling at the words of God and at how he and the people of God, and even not just in his own life or the people in that day, but the people of God in the days leading up to that day, his predecessors among God's people, how they had turned from God's word, how they were not obeying God's word. He hears these words from God. He's convicted about sin in his life and the lives of the people of God around him. And then he rises from his fasting, which we had talked about, prayed according to yesterday in Ezra chapter 8, with his garment and cloak torn, and he falls on his knees, spreads his hands out before God, and just starts to pray. Oh God, I'm ashamed and blush to lift my face to you. What a powerful picture of a humble, right, contrite response to the word of God and conviction about sin in in your own life individually and in the lives of the people of God around you. There's a weeping and a mourning over sin here. And I read this and I, I just think, how long has it been since I, since you, responded to God's word like this? with conviction over sin in our hearts and our lives, and and not just our own individual hearts and lives, but conviction over sin in the people of God around us to the point where we're just on our faces, weeping before God, asking, pleading for His mercy and His grace in our lives and among God's people. I mean, we see this all over the Old Testament and New Testament, but this picture of God being glorified and honored when his people hate sin and mourn over it and weep over it and fall on their faces before God, pleading for his mercy and grace and his forgiveness and receiving it, by the way. And we know, First John 1, 9, we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Think about a conference where I was at recently, Passion, where a stadium full of 55, 60,000, 18 to 25 year olds. Jenny Allen led them to, to just turn to each other and confess sin and pray for each other. It was powerful. Like God is glorified and we are edified. We're drawn closer to him when we take sin seriously in our lives. So we pray, God, help us in light of Ezra chapter 9 to respond to your word rightly and contritely and appropriately. God, we pray that as we read and study your word, we come together in churches. God, we pray that you would help us by your spirit to experience right brokenness and contrition over sin. God, we pray that you'd bring us to our faces before you 
in confession and conviction, in agreement with you about sin in our lives and sin among us as the people of God, that we would turn from it, God, with humility based upon your mercy. God, we praise you for your willingness to forgive us. Help us not to hide sin as if we can hide it from you, but not to hide it, try to hide it from you or from one another. God, help us to be faithful in confession of sin to respond to conviction of your spirit in our hearts. And God, we pray that in all this, you would draw us into deeper intimacy with you as we experience your grace and we walk in honesty before you and humility before you. God, we pray for the spirit of Ezra in Ezra chapter 9, verses 4 and 5 to mark our lives and our churches. We pray in Jesus' name, the name of the one who makes forgiveness, cleansing, restoration possible. In Jesus' name, amen.